Hey, it's February 15th, 2016, and this is episode number five. So grab your churro-scented candle and come on over and join us in the queue. Hey guys, welcome to The Q, a show that's 95% Disney, 5% scented candles. Mmm, <laughs> smells good. Everybody loves scented candles. It smells good in The Q. It does. <laughs> it really does. Anyways, I'm Ryan. And I'm Scott. So Ryan, you're technically about to knock some stuff over. <laughs> nope, nope, you didn't hear that. <laughs> You're going to Disney World this week, which means we are recording this ahead of time. That's true. So lucky you. So, I'm at home and you're out there in the yep. world. Having I'm having the fun time at, of your life. I think right now in the future, I'm probably probably eating a cream cheese stuffed pretzel, trying to find the next best macaroni and cheese at Walt Disney World. And uh, ooh, I'm also probably in Hollywood Studios. And it is your favorite. And I'm gearing up to watch the uh, the fireworks, the Star Wars fireworks, Symphony ooh, in the Stars. In the Stars, yeah. Because I've been hearing talk, they haven't like announced like uh, an official end date or anything like that. They aren't saying that, but it's I guess it's assumed to maybe go up until March or through somewhere on that. I don't know. I thought it was going to keep going. I have no idea. I I heard somewhere down the grapevine that something about March, but I'm sure if it's awesome, it'll keep going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, speaking of that, I heard they're going to extend um, Seasons of the Force at Disneyland. Ooh. Speaking of Star Wars. Because it's doing so well. So it's gonna, I think it's going to go through the summer now. That's exciting. Which is cool, but I wanted to be able to experience it in October when we go for part two of our honeymoon. Ooh. But it's going to be gone, I think. Bummer. That's a great time to go to Disneyland. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. October. Ooh. So you're going to see all the Halloween decorations? Yes. I'm so jealous. I'm really looking forward to it. Yes. All right, Scott. So let's talk about what's new. What's new, Mickey Mouse? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Mickey Mouse? Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, Ryan, we've got some cool news this week. Are yeah. Every week's a good week when it comes to news because we're talking about Disney. It's true. There's always a lot going on. Yes. So, starting it off, it was announced that Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival is getting two new outdoor kitchens. Whoa. Fancy. Yep, there's going to be one that's called La Isla Fresca, Fresca. and the other is called Cider House. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> I love the Flower and Garden Festival, and I'm so bummed that we're not going to get to go this year. Are you going to go? Uh, I don't know. I live life on the edge. You know I, what? I, I just, never know where I'm going to be. I changed my mind. We might go. I don't even there know. There you go. Decided right now. So, you Emily, here first. I'm going to take you to Walt Disney World if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready. <laughs> We're going right now. And they've also extended, um, this was already announced, 
I think a few weeks ago, but they've extended it this year. So it's a full 90 days. I did hear about that. It's running March 2nd through May 30th. That is a whole lot of Flower and Garden Festival. It's a lot of flowers. So you've got a lot of time. Long time with a lot of pretty flowers. Yep. And this is Epcot at its finest. It really is. It really, really is. So next in news, Universal Hollywood is moving to on-demand pricing. What does this mean? Meaning that the ticket price is going to change day to day depending on crowd levels. Huh. Interesting. So the people on the streets are saying... People on the streets? People on the streets. Hanging out with the people on the streets? That if this goes well, it's most likely Disney's going to start implementing it into the world and the land. Hmm. But... Other side note. (laughs) We got a lot of sides over here. They are introducing this in Shanghai. Huh. It's true. That's how Shanghai is starting out. We're going to have the on-demand pricing. Disney? Disney is, yeah. Huh. Okay. So so some days are going to be more expensive than others. I I think this is kind of makes sense. Totally. I mean, resorts have been doing this forever. Exactly. A lot of things in the travel industry do this. Yeah. And... I feel like there's only so far you can go with park ticket costs going up and up and up. Eventually, maybe, someday there will be a line that's crossed where it's gone too far. So maybe this is the next best solution? Yeah, I think they've Disney's been talking about doing this for a while now, or there have been rumors about it at least. I know it was like in some surveys and stuff they sent out. Um, but I mean, it totally makes sense. They have the demand. The demand is like absolutely there. There yeah. really is like no slow time of year anymore. Uh, not anymore. Seems. So it totally makes sense that the busier times, they charge more, you know, slower. And that no prices, I don't think, will go down. At yeah. all. Nothing's going to go down. Things are only going to increase. So hopefully it sucks. It does. Like nobody will, obviously wants to pay more. But, I mean, the crowds are getting to a point where something needs to be done, Yeah, you know, and unfortunately that might be pricing out some people or having them choose other times to go rather than the busiest the time. time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Like us. That so leads we'll me to be curious about annual passes. Well, annual passes already went up, you know, recently. But, like, if, if normal days are fluctuating... I, I, think, I mean, if annual anything, passes are always going to have to be one price. Well, they have like, I guess for in-state, they have like the blackout days and the different levels yeah, of yeah. passes. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll introduce something like that to out-of-state annual pass holders, hmm. potentially. Interesting. Good little little yeah. note. So, not not the greatest, but I mean, it totally makes sense and I don't hold it against Disney by any means. Yeah, I'm, I don't hate it. I'm curious to see how it works. Yep. So we'll see. And probably the one of the most exciting announcements this week, it is finally official that Comcast has purchased 475 acres near Universal Studios. That is a lot of land. That is, a, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it was announced a while back that it was kind of like rumored. Yeah, I But it, now it is officially official. Officially official. And they, you know how much they paid for this land, Ryan? I haven't a clue. $130 million. That's a lot of money. And you know what can go on 475 acres of land? Why don't you tell me? <laughs> There's a lot of things that go <laughs> on 475 acres of land. 
But I think what is most likely is we're talking third gate. Mm-hmm. Does that excite you? It does. That's I'm pretty curious exciting. what that third gate would be. Well, as you know, they did acquire Nintendo. That's true. So that is there a big are, intellectual property to use somewhere. Yes, there are many uh, Nintendo fans out in the world. Yep. I think based on what people have said is that it's enough space because I think Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios are each like 100 acres each. So I think what might happen, I've heard some people say this, like it's is all speculation. They might uh, move the uh, facilities or the uh, general stuff every day, day to day things. I, I can't, I'm blanking on the word right now. But they'll move all that stuff the everyday new, things. The everyday things. <laughs> like the general purpose buildings, behind the scenes stuff. Oh, those things. Those things. They move all of that off property to this new area so that they can expand the current parks. Yep. They'll have more space there. And then build a, a third park. Can we just well get a Harry Potter park? Enough you with know, the lands. I just I'm want, sure I at just this want point a, they probably wish a world. they did. But now it's like they're kind of you know, yeah, there's <laughs> established where they, they got. Yeah, I don't think they could move those areas. What if? Nope. I was gonna say, what if all those like these quote unquote things that are potentially moving to this new <laughs> land? What if those things got out of the way of the backside of diagonality and it can expand even more? Oh, totally. Yeah, I think I think they would absolutely expand Harry Potter. In some form or fashion. I've heard a rumor, I think a rumor a while back where they talked about the Forbidden Forest. Did you say a rumor? This is an old rumor, <laughs> but it is a rumor it's nonetheless. It's still a rumor. <laughs> uh, I mean, they, they said that, or not they said, the people said. The people, we the people. Um, they could potentially be building the Forbidden Forest. Whoa. It's just a rumor. But it would totally make sense. I mean, what other Harry Potter stuff are you going to build? Uh, I'd like to see a uh, under-the-stair cupboard attraction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be just, pretty you know, great. enter Harry's room. Yeah, just hang out, read a book. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, maybe they could have like a bunch of them so each person gets to experience their own under the stairs yeah, and, room. Yeah, and they move like Star Tours. Oh, yeah. But it's, uh, it's, not, it's not Star Wars, so it's, it's magic. It's like an enchanted room. Yes. Mm, okay. I see where you're going with this. I think you could add potential. <laughs> Is there any other things you'd like to see built that have to do with Harry Potter? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> just just the stair under I, the stairs. I, I just want a cupboard. Yeah, okay. All right. Well there you go. Good. That's our news for the week. No, not necessarily. Oh, no, you got more news. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you have, Ryan? Well, I've got two little little tidbits here. Speaking of Harry Potter, I'm obviously we're we're ninety five percent Disney, five percent whatever. Scent of candles this week. Yes, yes. And m- maybe <laughs> maybe point one percent. Universal yeah, Harry Potter. I didn't say that in the intro though, so I don't know if we can. Uh, so we're stuck. We're stuck with what we said. <laughs> we're up front. stuck with Disney and <laughs> scented candles. <laughs> well, all right. I'll, Guess I'll I won't. Oh, okay. Go I was going to move on, but all, all right. right. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I saw this past week. Well, since this is a pre-record, the the week before past uh, was the uh, Harry Potter 
celebration at Universal in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a lot of great pictures. Um, saw people had a lot of fun. Had a, had a lot of great actors there. Um, I'm drawing a blank on his name. We're just drawing blanks tonight. Yep, sorry. Uh, he played Ron. Rupert? Oh, the Weasley boy. Yes. <laughs> the Weasley. <laughs> Weasley, Weasley boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That guy. He, he was there. And I don't think we've seen any of the original three in any sort of these appearances in a while. So I thought that was particularly neat. But one thing that I thought was pretty awesome was... Wait, do you, do you want to know his name? Please. His name is... A name that I cannot oh, find right now. Oh, <laughs> way to go. What a glorious letdown. Why is he not one of the first people listed on IMDb? <laughs> Come on. Oh my golly. Uh, you keep talking. I'll get okay, you that name. So anyways, a name that you are probably familiar with. Unfortunately, um, Rupert Grant. I knew it was Rupert. Go ahead. Oh yes, I also <laughs> see it here in my notes as well. You had it in your notes the whole time? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, what else do you have? Uh, one particular event that I thought was pretty neat, I just caught this in passing. Uh, Alan Rickman, as you know, uh, unfortunately recently passed away. Uh, I thought it was really, really special and really neat that at the Harry Potter celebration, uh, they had a couple of things to remember him by. They had a, a raising of the wands, which I thought was yeah, they looked awesome. pretty neat. It looked like a pretty powerful moment. But moving away from Harry Potter and the 0.1% of the queue, uh, as we alluded to in the beginning, scented candles. Apparently, apparently, there are some new scented candles. Well, I guess according to you, Scott, they aren't exactly new. But uh, I have recently discovered some Disney Parks and Resort series candles that are scented to particular Disney scents. They have a, a churro candle. They have what you might find interesting, Scott, a Dole Whip candle. Yes. I even see here a Haunted Mansion candle. Ooh. I see a Soren candle, which is kind of like, well, which, which scent? I have one. There are a many. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a Soren one and a, what was the other one? So are these like? I remember now. So these are just new to me. Yeah. Well, and a lot of people. This is what I was saying, like before we started recording, that for some reason, um, like these scented candles have been around for a while now, but uh, anthology candles are like really blowing up right now, everywhere for some reason. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I I mean, it's working because I saw this article somewhere. But there have, there have been uh, a couple other ones that I've I've seen for a while. Uh, Walter and Rosie and uh, the uh, Maple and Whiskey Candle Company. Like they all do very similar things. Varying scents and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. they all make those Disney-inspired candles. So how, how do they smell? The ones uh, that you the have. The Soren one is like a mix of orange and pine. Ooh, which I Which like is what you would, you would expect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite part. Yes, good. I do also like flying over the ocean. That's very. That's true. Yeah, that's a good smell. I can't. Oh, I can't remember what my other candle is for some reason. Emily got them. You for don't have me. the Dole Whip. No. That's surprising. 
I don't remember. I'll have to ask her. I don't. I don't remember. But yeah, well, I mean, clearly it, it left a good impression on you. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm a big fan of candles. <laughs> I, yes, you are. Um, but yeah, so I I want some of these. I want like the. I really want the resort scented ones. Yes, I have seen and heard. Speaking of scents, uh, that not only are there candles. I don't. I'm sorry. We're really clearly well informed today. Uh, <laughs> it's late. <laughs> it's very late. It's been a long day, a long week. Uh, but I have seen that there is also cologne, Disney scented cologne. Oh, I have not seen that. Uh, I have heard the only one that I can remember is it's basically the smell of Disney water. So, you know, <laughs> when you say you walk into. You're about to board Pirates of the Caribbean, how it has that certain watery scent. Yeah, almost like a bit of a muggy kind of smell. Which is basically just Florida's water. Yeah. (laughs) All of Florida's water smells that way. Uh, I remember that when I lived there in my apartment. I turned on the faucet and I'm like, it smells like pirates. But apparently there's cologne of this. Wow. So if you want to smell like Florida water, you could go to Florida and sprinkle water on yourself. Or you could buy this fancy cologne. Where <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that is the big question. Okay. <laughs> I do not have an answer for that. Well, but we'll just it's out there. Someone, someone must like it. I, well, clearly, we all like the smell when we walk into pirates. Yeah, but that's I don't I don't really associate it with Florida water. I get I don't know. I haven't lived in Florida, so I don't have much experience with Florida water. I mean, everyone says it's bad. But I don't know if I'd want to like smell like it. You know what I mean? Yes. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> it's not for me, <laughs> I'll say. Yeah, Ryan, that might be your thing. No. It, it's, <laughs> it's my tidbit of news. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have to get some of this cologne. <laughs> and try it out. And try it out. You know, this could be your ticket with the ladies, Ryan. Hey, what are you saying? My current cologne isn't working? I don't know, because I haven't smelled you. <laughs> I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> but I'm saying, the ladies like Pirates of the Caribbean. So. It's true. Uh, hi, there. Uh, Kermit the Frog here, and you're listening to The Q! Ah! <laughs> that was Amazing. That was Ryan Davies from Seattle, Washington with this week's Listener Voice Impersonation. Ryan, again, incredible. Man, that was awesome. Yeah. And I know like everyone is not going to be as good as Ryan was. So don't let that scare you guys off. We still absolutely want to hear your voice impersonation. Please, yes. I mean, you heard my failed attempt at the uh, the Tiki Birds last week. And the ghost host. Oh, wait, you think that was failed? <laughs> I thought it was, it was all right. Wait, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. okay. I guess we're moving on <laughs> sensitive subject. So this week, we are talking about Walt Disney World's most underrated attractions. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know why I did that. I, I had a feeling you were probably going to do that. The way I said it kind of led yeah, to that. It was, it was kind of the delivery that prompted me. It needed something a little it more. It needed so. a, an auditorial cue. So, which underrated I attractions. Of. Yes, you do. <laughs> There's a lot of them, I feel like. 
Yeah. So let's talk about some of the ones that we think are, are the most underrated. underrated. Do you want to start? Uh, nope. All right, I'm going to start. <laughs> <laughs> so these are in no particular order. None and whatsoever. And we don't even have a number limit. We're just going to go until we gonna, feel like just stopping. Gonna go. Just going to see what feels right, you know? Feel it out. So first up on my list is Philhar Magic. Yep, I kind of agree in the way that it's underrated. Yeah, so Mickey's Philhar Magic is definitely one of Emily and I's favorite attractions that we like have to go to pretty much every time we're in the Magic Kingdom. And I, I get that now because... Yeah. So what? wait, so, let me let me let me say this. <laughs> All right. So Ryan, being the quote unquote Disney fan that he is, <laughs> we are fans in all different capacities. Scott <laughs> had never been on Mickey's Full Hour Magic until October, right? When we were there together. Yeah. Was it October? I think. Or was that when was we October. did road trip in June? Yes. July. June. June. It was June. Maybe it was June. I don't remember. It was... It was sometime last year. <laughs> was it that... T- yeah, because I think it was raining, remember? Yes. And then afterwards, we were jumping around, trying to get from canopy to canopy, avoiding the rain. Uh, was it that trip? I don't know if that was the one, but I'm going to go with it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of time. <laughs> well, we're going to say that was the trip. That was the one. Yeah, so that was Ryan's first time in Mickey's Philhar Magic. For some reason, I just I, I just automatically assumed it was something that it wasn't. I saw a silly name and just assumed <laughs> like, ah, it's some kitty show. Yeah. Understandable. And, yeah. And I feel like the masses do that, but you took me to see it and I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was awesome. It was. So, so it's, it's my underrated. favorite screen show that they have. And for those of you who have not been on Mickey's Philhar Magic, basically what it is is you go into this orchestra room, theater, place, and it starts. <laughs> great job. <laughs> yeah, I'm great at describing things between the things and the places. <laughs> I'm just I'm amazing at with words, <laughs> the adjectives. So basically, this orchestra starts. Donald kind of takes Mickey's hat. It's supposed to be Mickey conducting. Yeah, it's supposed to be Mickey it's conducting. Mickey's Philhar Magic. Donald takes the hat. And basically, things start going awry. Awry. <laughs> and uh, basically, he loses the hat, and the hat finds its way into all these um, scenes from different movies, Disney movies. Um, I want to say it starts with... So, uh, Little Mermaid? No, it Aladdin. starts with um, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yes. I forgot that was even in there. And then it goes to The Little Mermaid... And then it goes to Lion King, That's and then right. it goes to Peter Pan, and then it goes to Aladdin. Scott's clearly seen this a lot of times. So. <laughs> I love it. And so it's fun. It takes you through those musical numbers, the, yep. the main musical numbers for each of those movies. Yep. They have a couple scenes where like water sprayed at you. They have a couple scenes. Can I just where say really quick that put out scents. One of my least favorite things in life is when you're in some sort of 
movie show or whatever, and it spritzes you with water in the face. Well, I think we're on the same page with this because my least favorite thing in life is pretty much getting wet. <laughs> I hate getting wet on any kind of ride I, or attraction. I understand what they're going for. I just really don't want to be spritzed in the face. I know. Kids and then love it's like, it. Oh, my kids glasses, are like, my 3D yeah, glasses, and then now water. I got to wipe them off. And Yeah, no, totally. Every it's a, time. It's for, it's for the kids, Ryan. It's for the kids. Uh, I got to take one for the team, I guess. <laughs> So, yeah, well, I always cover up the, the thing in front of us. Smart. So it doesn't spray us. You're a seasoned pro. You know yeah, where they are. You know, that, there's a trip tip, trip tip for you right trip there. Tip, cover <laughs> the spritzers. That one's free. That one's on the house. Yep. you get another one later. So, yeah, PhilharMagic. Love it. Have to do it every time. 3D show. I don't usually like 3D, but it works here. The first time I did, well, first and only time I've ever seen it, I, it did take me a little bit to get used to the 3D. That's just me in general, though. Mm-hmm. 3D always messes with me. Yeah. It, it's not supposed to work. It's not? <laughs> there's, I, we can share this another time, but there's this big old <laughs> fancy scientific article that I read about why 3D doesn't work. Hmm. Interesting. Another article for another time. Yes. <laughs> so that's number one, or not, that's the first one on my list. There are list. no numbers. No numbers. No order. Sorry. It's the first no one on my list. What do you got? Well, mm, eeny, meeny, miny, I'm going to go to Epcot. I'm going to walk on over to the France Pavilion and head on over into Impressions de France. You know, I thought about putting this one on my list. Every time I'm in Epcot, every single time I have to see this. Really? I do. I think I've only seen it twice. Maybe even once. I, but I loved it. I. It might be some of the French heritage in me, but I love France. I. You do look very Parisian tonight. Oui. <laughs> With your striped shirt I just on. need my beret. Um, but uh, probably if I didn't get into audio or music or any of that, I had huge fascinations with art history in college uh, probably because I had one of the best teachers ever in my art history classes that really just had a passion for it mm-hmm. and so obviously France is is huge with uh, especially back in the Renaissance and all that stuff so I just I just love that the history and being able to see the the stunning just visuals and and shots of like all of France whether it be Paris whether it be just like the castles or it's just I love it I it, can't is, get it is really beautiful it, it inspires me to want to film too it is but I mean it still does the job it does it almost makes you a little motion sick there are some <laughs> yeah because the screen is super wide it's almost it's like 180 degrees isn't it pretty much yeah it goes like all the way around it feels like you see so, the dogs walking around you yeah you still you never know what to look at <laughs> that's right you got to use your peripheral but totally that's a great one to have on your list yeah i it's it's inspiring for me every time i'm in there i just want to drop life and go travel the world go to france uh, the music, oh my gosh. Oh, the music is the best Obviously, part. I'm a fan of music and just like the incredible classical compositions, uh, Debussy and, oh man, I can't get enough of it. I have that uh, soundtrack to the movie on one of the Disney albums that I have. They've made it available on a couple different albums uh, on the more recent uh, Walt Disney World official album. It's on there as well. And... By golly, is it just beautiful. 
Good stuff. I love it. All right. Scott, moving on to your next. I'm going to stay in Epcot. Good choice. And we're going to go counterclockwise over to Mexico. Oh, oh. I know what you're going with. This was on my list too. (laughs) The good old Grand Fiesta Tour. Yes. I love it. Every time as well. Have to go on it. Definitely. And I think this one is absolutely underrated. There's oh, for usually, sure. There, well, there used to never be a line until they started doing the fast pass thing. Yeah. And then I think people are like, well, I need to choose one. I'm going to choose this. <laughs> True. So, but before, I mean, there was like never a line. And man, it's, I love it more than it's a small world for sure. Oh, yeah. Me too. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful ride. Very well done. I haven't seen the new, uh, yeah, that's what I was just about to say. I haven't yet. either. And I cannot wait. Well, this is pre-record, so in the future, I've already seen them. Yeah, so technically. But I'm my, pa- my past self is so <laughs> excited to see these. <laughs> because apparently they, they've been around forever, and they went away, and they came back. Yeah, love the Grand Fiesta Tour. It's a must every time, I think. I also, I, think. <laughs> I also. <laughs> At least as much as I can. Love the music for this one as well. For sure. And again, it is on said same soundtrack, Walt Disney World official album, the most recent one. It It's catchy. Very nice. I love the fireworks and like yes. the last on the, roof, on the ceiling, yeah. the fiber optics. I, I'm going to definitely put that in my bedroom at some point. Oh, fancy. So when I'm about to go to bed, I can just lean back and watch a nice little fireworks show. While playing the three Caballeros music. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, well, that's the second one on my list in no particular order. In no particular order. But definitely, if you have not been on the Grand Fiesta Tour, make sure... Yeah, make a stop. You stop there next time you're at Epcot. Highly recommend. All right. uh, Well, that eliminates one off of my list. So, I'm going to... Why... Hey, why not... Stay in Epcot. Let's stay in Epcot. Since we're going counterclockwise, let's keep on going counterclockwise until we kind of make a full circle and we end up in Canada. Oh. See what I I went down and around? I see what you're doing. We're almost back in France. You're just sticking to the films. Yep. Uh, Again, maybe just the Canadian heritage in me. (laughs) French Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there. So I... I'm a sucker for the O Canada film. Same nice. thing. Yeah. The Circle Vision's fun. Uh, it's fun to lean against the lean rails because we can't <laughs> sit on them. I'm air quitting, by the way. But that's also one of the downsides. Is I got I got to stand up. That's true. <laughs> if you've been walking around all day, it's kind of like oh, I'd really appreciate to get off my feet right now. Mm-hmm. But I guess it forces you to stay awake if you're prone to fall asleep in these kind of environments. And it's it's hosted by none other than Canada's very own Barn Short. <laughs> did you did you throw to me because you didn't know his name? No, I did. Okay. <laughs> um, but you're part Canadian, so it's like you guys you're we're proud buds. of him. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. So mad respect. <laughs> um, so two yeah. films on your list so I, far. Again, I love it. I again, it inspires me to want to travel, see the world. Incredible, beautiful sights. It it just makes me appreciate the world. It really does. It does make Canada look very appealing. And uh, I do like the the music in this one. It has it has its theme song at the end. 
Canada, O Canada. Again, on, on said soundtrack, you can get uh, this one probably less popular. I, I like. I still like it, though. Speaking of Canada and Canada songs, I like O Canada by Five Iron Frenzy. Five Iron that, Frenzy. Do you remember that song? No, but I know Five Iron Frenzy. Welcome to Canada. It's a maple leaf state. Canada, oh Canada. It's great. <laughs> I like it's it already. So good. <laughs> you need to look it up. Speaking of maple leaf, have you ever had maple candy? I have not, I don't think. So I got it one time when I went to upstate New York and I stayed with a friend and apparently maple candy is this huge thing and it's made from like all maple from like trees. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. It was super sweet. And it, it is a definite like super sweet. Super sweet. It's a unique flavor, but I liked it. It was mm. good. I'll, was, add, uh, little I'll pick up maple side pick note. Up some maple candy in Canada at Epcot. Do they have it there? I don't know. Someone please let me know. I hope they would have it there. I should probably look when I'm there in the past. <laughs> 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 So while we're also in Epcot, this is, this is like Epcot. This is a side note. <laughs> Just a side note, because this ride doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, I know what you're gonna say, and I already agree. Maelstrom was, I feel like, very underrated. Super. But at the same time, though, until they got rid of it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like once it's like a Maelstrom is closing, people just came people out, come the out of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait a no! minute. That was my favorite. I've gone. <laughs> no, Maelstrom. The greatest ride I've ever been on in my life. No. Uh, um, where before. Where like before there was like, nobody yeah. ever on that ride. <laughs> Let's be honest, though. Everyone skipped the movie at the end. <laughs> yeah, of course. But in all honesty, I really did love that ride. For I, real, the ride I was, was a true awesome. fan. <laughs> the voice, it sounded like this or something. <laughs> Maelstrom. So, Maelstrom, may you rest in peace. Little trolls. They we will cool. forever remember you. Going backwards on a boat. I'm excited to see Frozen Ever After. It'll definitely be interesting to see what they That's do That's what it's it. called, right? I'm Frozen questioning myself something. now. So... When I worked at Epcot, uh, I was an entertainment stage technician, as I've mentioned before. Uh, the Our offices, if you will, were located backstage, back behind China. So that's close proximity to uh, the Maelstrom ride. So as I'd be walking around, you could see where the, the track could load these boat ride vehicles. Whoa. Yeah. That always just amazed me. I was like, oh, cool. That's where they can take the boats off and service them and then put them back on. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, so that was cool. And now what's else? what else is on your list, Ryan? Um, Let's see. Should I stay in Epcot? I feel like a lot you of these are You can stay in Epcot. Epcot? You have mm. more? <laughs> No, I'm going to spice it up. I'm going to not go to Epcot for this next one, and then I'll come back to Epcot eventually just to keep us bouncing around. Let's do it. Where are you going? I'm going to go to Stitch's Great Escape. Ha! <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on. All right. Uh, to not hate on Stitch a whole lot, I know this ride gets, like, no love whatsoever. It's, in all honesty, not that bad of a ride. I feel like people just compare it well, to Alien really Encounter. Per se, experience. it's an attraction. It's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean. Like, I feel like if people didn't compare it 
Yeah, alien, alien encounter never existed. Yeah, maybe which Stitch's I never got escape. to go on it. Did you ever go on it? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. So I never. Yeah, we we all know you were deprived. Is, I was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we won't go oh, into that. By the way, my mom just listened to the podcast and she listened to episode one and she texted me when we were talking about like when was our first Disney uh, visit to Disney. Uh-huh. And she reminded me that my very first visit to Disney was when I was four years old. Aww. And at that age, I was already tall enough to pretty much ride everything. Nice. So yeah, I'm tall. <laughs> you can't see me, but I'm tall. And I tall, tall guy. Ride l- like height limits have never been a thing for me. There you go. But yeah, I've been on Did Alien you go on Encounter. An encounter when you were four? Not when I was four, but when I was probably uh, in a single digit age. <laughs> Before <Sweet>. 10. <laughs> Elaborate right. description. But yeah, and that freaked me out. Yeah, I man, I really wish I could have experienced that. It's probably number two. Like maybe this can be another topic some other time. Rise, we wish we could have experienced. Yes, we will definitely do that. But make a note. That is on my list of, of those rides. So for sure. The when we had our bro trip, uh, as mentioned, uh, Scott made me go on Stitch's, Stitch's Great Escape only because I had been resisting it. And I had been resisting oh, I it. I forgot. Yeah. So I w- have been on Alien Encounter and I haven't been on that, of course. I went on it once and then it closed and then they brought Stitch's Great Escape. And I hadn't been to Walt Disney World at this point in a while. And I started listening to podcasts and all the- Everybody hated on it. Yeah, everyone was hating on Stitch's Great Escape. So all of a sudden it was like ingrained into me to hate this ride. Oh, I hate that ride. Even though I hadn't experienced (laughs) it. It was like, oh, you must hate it because it replaced this awesome thing. And I was like, yeah, I agree. It is pretty impressive. But that they were able to make that ride fit into like the same yeah, so, dynamic of Alien Encounter. So when I went on it on our trip, I was pretty surprised at how it's basically the exact same thing with Stitch. Stitch. <laughs> <laughs> exact same Spoiler thing. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yep. If you've been on any encounter and you haven't been on Stitch's Great Escape, you're not you're not missing out. You don't need to go on it, in my opinion. I think they need to go on it. Well, <laughs> if you can go on it like I did to be like, oh yeah, that's what everyone's complaining about. Okay, I get it. This is this is a good <laughs> question for the people. I think. What say you on Stitch's Great Escape? What say you? <laughs> what say the people? This makes me think of Lord of the Rings. What say you? <laughs> You are you, are you one of those Lord of the Rings Dude, guys? I love Lord of the Rings. That like will binge watch the extended versions on a rainy day? Totally. If I had the extended versions, <laughs> I would totally watch those. Uh, all right. <laughs> Which is interesting because for me, loving so many movies such as Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, Lord of the Rings isn't on my list. We're going on a whole lot of tangents right now. <laughs> But I'm, we'll talk about that later. I'm extremely surprised about that. I'm sorry. It's, I, I don't know. It's like tangent. We just tangented off Ladies of and tangent. gentlemen, <laughs> episode five is brought to you by Tangents. <laughs> Sponsored by Tangents. But, but I mean, Stitch's Great Escape. I think everyone should at least experience it at least once. So Yeah, so anyways. To, what do you guys think of Stitch's Great Escape? <laughs> yes. Let us know on Facebook or on Twitter. Let us know. 
So was that on your list? No, Stitch's Great Escape was a giant <laughs> tangent, basically. <laughs> All right, so it's my turn. No, because I never, I never had my turn. <laughs> That's too bad. You that talked was, about was, you wanted to talk about Stitch. That was a really long, elaborate joke. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. It's my turn. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I will say in Magic Kingdom though. Uh, I I really don't know if this is underrated. I just feel like it doesn't get as much love as maybe it should. Mm. But I'm a big fan of the the train. No, yeah, the train. I love trains. So did Walt. So did Walt. So that makes us like buds. I think it's like a guy thing. Every guy who's like into trains, a good train, some point or another. Especially when you're a young boy. Totally, trains are your thing. Yeah. So I like going on the train. I pretty much have to do it every time. Just you circle the park, it's relaxing. You get to see the whole park, crowd watch, but then you're on this incredible machine. And it's just fascinating. You know, it's something that doesn't really exist too much in the world. Mm-hmm. People don't travel by train as much as they used to. They weren't so much, we aren't so much reliant upon them. There still obviously is train travel. But uh, I've only ridden a train once in kindergarten. It's like, like a field trip. <laughs> like other than at at Disney. At, okay. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been on a real train? I have. Oh, okay. Uh, many a times. Wow. They well, are. You're fancy. They're awesome. Yes. My my granddad, my mom's father, used to be a train conductor. Well, that's cool. Yeah, we have this awesome picture of him on a train. It's in black and white, and he had like this cool pocket watch, and we had the pocket watch. Oh. Yeah. Very cool. More tangents. <laughs> tangents. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, so, train. That's a great one. I, I totally, I totally agree. It probably doesn't get as much love. I, I can feel these yeah. days, especially because you got your fancy monorail. <laughs> you got your fancy monorail. <laughs> Gets all the attention. It's only got one rail. <laughs> What's up with these trains and them two rails? Exactly. I, I feel like past. people just breeze by it to get onto the fast, fun loop-de-loop rides. There are no loop-de-loops. There's only one ride that goes upside down, Ryan. Do you know what that ride is? Uh, rock and roller coaster? You're right. <laughs> it's the only ride at Walt Disney World that goes upside down. Hmm. I think they need more. Fun fact. And it goes upside down uh, many a times. It does. A couple times. Yep. But yeah, I think people just breeze by it because they want the, the fastness. But anyways, do you have another underrated? I do. And then I will stay in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to go over to Tomorrowland to know where I'm going. Yes. I don't think you do. No. (laughs) (laughs) I said yes because I thought of one in Tomorrowland. And then I looked at you and your eyes told me it was not what I was thinking. I would almost say, this might be on your list, I would almost say the people mover. But I feel like the People Mover does get a good amount of love. I've lately been seeing really long lines to get on it. Yeah. It's, it's Which has baffled one, me. It's one of our favorite things to do in the Magic Kingdom. It's a great chill moment. You get to see a lot, experience a lot. It's fun. But I'm not saying the People Mover, Ryan. That's right. Because I'm saying the Carousel of Progress. That was what I was thinking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you deceived me. I did. Man, Carousel of Progress. It's awesome. There is a great, <laughs> big, beautiful tomorrow. There is, and that is like the best song. It is. Sherman Brothers are my favorite. Genius. I am so inspired by the Sherman Brothers. But yeah, Carousel of Progress. It's kind of one of those every every trip time, every trips, I have to make time for it. Yes. 
So I don't, I don't, it definitely doesn't get a lot, a lot of love. It's a long show. So I think that kind of deters people probably because it's older that deters people. You know, I just, it's great if you want to just get off your feet for a minute. For sure. For a couple I think minutes. People minutes. appreciate it more if they really like they knew the history of Disney yeah. and love the history of Disney. Absolutely. I think it's one of those things, then you're all about it then. But yeah. if you don't know that, then maybe it's not as appealing like, to oh, you. What's the point? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's it's fun to see kind of how dated the last scene is, but yeah. it's also fun to try and find the, the the little hidden things like hidden Mickeys or what what else is there? There's the stuff on the billboard in that room. Uh, on the in the last scene, yeah, yeah, on the bulletin board, there's like um, a couple things there's on like that, that have little subtle things that Imagineers have done, little yeah, notes for sure. Yeah, of course, Disney numbers mean everything. Mm-hmm. Every number has a meaning. So yeah, I love the Carousel of Progress. It's definitely something we have to try to do every time, and it's a great way to get out of the heat, like we said. So it's a win-win for everyone. Win-win. <laughs> That's yes. That is very true. Back to you, Ryan. What do you got? All right. I'm going to take us, mosey on over, hop a bus to one of my favorite parks. Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. <laughs> Hollywood. And we're going to... Yes. Can I just say I love that song? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Maybe take a little break. Can you put that song in here? Yes. We're going we're gonna to take a Hollywood jingle break. Ah, it's so good. That was a good break. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Anyways, we're entering Hollywood Studios and we're just making a beeline straight forward to the great movie ride. I knew it. I knew it. Of course, with that song too. Yes. <laughs> Obviously. It's one of those rides like everything that I've been saying this to, that I have to go on every time. Definitely. It's a, it's a Hollywood studio staple. It just, that, speaking of the Hollywood song, it just, that embodiment of those feelings, it just puts right on you. You're yeah. just immersed in that old school Hollywood, the, when the movie industry was booming. It, it's a great experience. Totally. You, you really feel... And they did a great job capturing the 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 great um, enthusiasm of of that industry back then, and just like how powerful it was, and it's really inspiring. And I don't know, just makes them feel good. How do you feel about the new updates? Um, I'm kind of impartial. I I feel kind of a little weird that. Let the the person operating the ride has less to say now. Yeah. So those more of you of supporting who haven't been on it, basically they updated the queue. They have a new pre-show movie. I do like that, which is awesome. It's like not old looking. They didn't change <laughs> any digital. physical part of the ride. Correct. Um, they added a narrator, um, which is the guy from AMC Classic or. Er, Sorry. Robert um, Osborne. Robert Osborne from Turner I Classic something. Movies. <laughs> yeah, I was blanking. Robert Osborne from Turner Classic Movies. Robert Osborne. And so he narrates the whole thing now. And yeah, the actor has much less of a part, which I'm not going to say that's necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. I have been on it a couple of times where I couldn't hear or understand the narrator. Yeah. Or sometimes they... 
which I totally understand that's a really hard job. But man, sometimes, you know, they just don't give it their, <laughs> give it their all, you know? <laughs> I'm saying you kind of get the vibe that they've been doing this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like this is their 600th ride of the day. <laughs> and they're a little over being a gangster. Understandable. You know? So. Have you ever gotten the, uh, the cowboy? I have once. And that was a nice change. Yes, change of pace. <laughs> yeah, I've only yeah I've only gotten that scene once. So it's fun. I like the fire. It's a little suspicious that all of them love horror movies as their favorite genre. Yeah, or but they, they don't even say that anymore. I don't think actually. No, no, they do. <laughs> they do still have that. Yep. Are you sure? Yep, and they all love a good gangster film. Yeah, well, some some people we've gotten have been awesome. For sure. Yes, but I'd, I'd had, say most I've had of the time, though. And th- those always take it to the next level. When you get someone who's super over the top, enthusiastic, and they're they're just owning the role. For I sure. love that. And this this kind of always, we talk about this sometimes we're on the ride. If this ride was in Disneyland, I, I feel like it would be a million times better. Yeah. Because, you, you know, the talent pool out there, all the actors are out there, all That's the people true. are up and coming. Like, they would probably just, like, go all Ooh. out with that role. Yeah, do you, you know how uh, Steve Martin used to work at Disneyland, right? I heard that, yeah. Yeah, he was a magician in the uh, magic shop. That's awesome. So, but it's still an awesome ride nonetheless. Yeah. I love it. It's a must-do for sure. All of these are must-do for us. Yep. And hopefully they will become must-dos for everyone else listening. So yeah, definitely let us know what you guys think by reaching out on Facebook and Twitter. Let us know if you agree with what we've been saying, if you have to ride these every single time or if you haven't and now you want to try or let let us us know what some of your underrated attractions are or what you think is the most underrated attraction at Walt Disney World. Absolutely. We want to know. For sure. Because there are a lot of awesome rides that get overlooked and they need some attention. They need some love. There are so many things to do. So it's bound that someone will miss something eventually. Absolutely. We want to know about it. Ah, trip tip. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Ah, trip tip. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, trip tip. We got one for you. Yeah, we do. Fresh out of the trip tip oven. Do you want me to tell them, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all. I can, I can, I can continue. So, <laughs> are you driving to Disney World or Disneyland from afar? Well, here's our tip for you. Go to a grocery store or a gas station. Anywhere where you can buy yourself a giant case of bottled water. Take that with you on your journey. Tell us why, Scott. Because you can take it with you in the parks. Yes. Not the whole case. <laughs> I mean, you probably could. Maybe. If you got a giant backpack. But yeah, this is something that Emily and I do every time. We actually will either get one ahead of time or on our way out from the park, the Magic Kingdom, we'll stop by that gas station right there on property, the Speedway. Mm, yeah. That's you can get a 24-pack of Dasani for about $5. That's a deal. And that is a deal because Dasanis are going for about two fifty-three bucks a pop in the parks. Golly. So, so you're basically buying 24 for the price of two. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll just throw a couple in our backpacks or put up the rest in the uh, fridge at the hotel. Yeah, this is great. I, I saw you guys doing this and I recently adopted it. So I'll 
grab a case of water before I leave Charlotte. Put it in my car and when I'm driving down, I got a case of water next to me so I can have water whenever I need it. Then when I get to the resort, I throw a handful of them into the refrigerator. So when I gear up to go to the parks for the day, I put at least two cold ones in the bottom of my backpack. And then I'm at the park when I want some water. You gotta I got stay some. hydrated, Ryan. It's hot down there. It's important, especially in Florida. The humidity can deceive you. It will dehydrate you because it's humid, and so you're sweating, and you're not really sure about it. So <laughs> it's leaving you, and you need to replenish. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there you go. So, so that's our trip tip of the week, guys. If you have one that you'd like to let us know about that we can share on the show, yes. email us at theqcast at gmail.com. Or... Or tweet us. Or Facebook us. Or Facebook us. Don't, which don't book us in so the face. So many ways <laughs> for people to tell us things now. Yeah. And if you do, we will absolutely tell everyone around the world that it was your tip. Absolutely. Trip tip. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes and rate and review because that will help us and that is awesome and it will help you as well I don't know how but it will it help your heart because it did a good deed you've done yourself a good deed (laughs) you can also follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook at the QCast Ryan where can we find you online you can find me on Instagram at Disney Single Rider, and you can also find me on the interwebs at www.ryanmonette.com. Very cool. Do you need help spelling that? Nope. Okay, cool. <laughs> 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 what about yourself, Scott? You can find me online since we're talking with Southern accents now. We can do that because we're living in the Carolinas. We're living in the South. You can find me online at ohyeahdisney.com. Dot com. Dot com. Do you remember those commercials? Yeah. Yeah, I do. (laughs) Throwback. And with that, we have reached the end of the queue. So it is time for you to hop on board, strap in, hang tight, and enjoy the ride. Bye, guys. See ya. Hey, it's February 15th, 2016, and this is episode number five. So grab your blank. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were ready. (laughs) I I wasn't ready for that fart. Uh Oh.